here we are once again. We are going live once again. Today is March 28th. March 28th. March 28th. It's a Tuesday. It's a Tuesday. It's a good day to have a live stream. It's a good day to have a live stream. And just let me get set up here a little bit, as I usually do for the Facebook. For the Facebook. And of course, we're reaching different audiences uh, with these live streams. Never lose sight of that. We are not only going live, but once we do go live, once we do go live, we transform these into uh, YouTube videos, YouTube videos, and then our uh, podcasts, podcasts. All right. So I got everything set up here. I got everything set up here. So let me turn this on. So we're coming from Oshawa once again. Mark David from Uganda. I hope you saw the video we produced there, brother. I posted it on your timeline. And uh, we got this going. Good. And uh, so we're coming again, once again, from Oshawa. Oshawa, Southern Ontario. Not just Ontario, Southern Ontario. Um, even Durham region, Southern Ontario. Canada. Not Africa, not Asia, but Canada. I mean, not uh, North America. North America, not Africa, obviously, and uh, not Asia or anywhere else like that. We're coming from North America, and I also want to welcome my uh, listenership on the podcast. And uh, we still have um, our main listenership is from Taiwan. All right, so somebody likes us out there. That's good. That's all good. So I think I'm ready to go here. And uh, so I know I've got all kinds of people here, uh, brothers and sisters from different places. I don't have all your nations, but uh, I know here, once again, we've got the we got the flag, the Ugandan flag. We got the Ugandan flag. And then after that, you know what? I won't put that there. I'm going to put that right here. I might put it around my neck, but maybe not. And then, of course, we've got, I know we've got some viewers from the great nation of Kenya. Kenya. The great nation of Kenya. They're all great nations. I'm not trying to put one nation over another. Don't want to do that. Oh, my goodness. I get in trouble for that. And of course, we got uh, the flag for the nation of Pakistan. It might be upside down. Pakistan. And I know we got some others there. I know uh, Seraphine, she's from Indonesia. And I don't have those flags. I don't have those flags. So here we go. Enoch. Enoch is there. And uh, he's from Kenya. He's from Kisi. Kisi, Kenya. Oh, he's in Nairobi right now. I, I, I talked with him yesterday. And, um, you know, I just want to say something here before I get going into this. I want to say something. It's, you know, to me, it's a real privilege to um, to meet a lot of you on uh, video calls and different things like that. I can't take all calls because some of you I don't know. And uh, so it's one of those things that, you know, I'm very busy. I'm extremely busy. I'm a very busy man. 
and I can't take all the calls and uh, and chit chat with everybody. <clears throat> I just can't. So let's do this. Let us do this. Are we ready? So we started. This is going to be a part three. Part three, and and what happens is that you know you start teaching something. And then you kind of go in, once you're done, and even even besides listening to it again, sometimes I listen to it after, see how I did and all that. And then I'm kind of going, oh, gee, I should have said that. I should have said that. I should have added that. And sometimes I just get things from the Lord. I just need, I just know I need to do a part two and part three and different things like that. And uh, so this is what happened with this one. So we're still under mankind. Man being is the author, the originator of his own death, his own demise. All this in context with God's sovereignty, man's free will, man's free moral agency. So this is part three. And um, like I wrote here, I had no other choice but to, to have a part three. I just had no other choice. Uh, we had covered briefly in the part one, briefly we had covered how man had been creating God's image, right? We had covered that. But we mostly covered, we had part, we got into great detail uh, regarding the fall of man, right? Man, we got into some heavy-duty verses regarding the fall of man and causing his own death, his own demise. Uh, you know, there's consequences, right, to this law of sowing and reaping. And then in part two, we covered how God intervened uh, to some degree. Uh, we got into that and gave us how he gave us a new Adam, a new man, all right? Because you got the old man. And uh, God said, no, 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 uh, you know, we got to give him a new man. And he already knew that beforehand, um, as in the new Adam, to take the place of the first man in his fallen state, all right? In his fallen state. If Adam had never fallen, then we would have never needed a new Adam, all right? Believe it. A lot of people don't believe that. That's their problem. Uh, and I know I say that a lot. That's their problem. But it is their problem, all right? Make sure you write your your nations, all right? So I got my I got my ball bell G. Uh, shirt on today. Mm. Anyhow, Bon Belgi. All right. So uh, before we move on, before we move on, before we move on to part three, I need to add a few more verses regarding a perfect description uh, when it comes to what it is to be spiritually dead. All right, and the consequence of the fall of the man, of fall of man, and his own death. Uh, which we got into great detail in our first part, our part one. But there's a couple verses I should have had, and I came across them afterwards. So uh, we're just going to look at them now. All right, let me move this over here a little bit. Uh, is this still recording? Yeah, it is. All right. Sometimes I touch buttons, and I shouldn't be touching them. All right. So let's look at Ephesians. Let's look at Ephesians. Ephesians... Four. I should have known this one. It's only a couple of chapters after Ephesians 2, which we had already covered. But Ephesians 4, 17 to 19, the Amplified. Uh, so this I say and solemnly testify in the name of the Lord as in his presence that you must no longer live as the heathen. All right? Uh, the Gentiles. Uh, basically, the spiritually dead. And then he goes into great detail. All right? He says, don't live like them anymore. But then he goes into great detail what it looks like, what it's what it's like to 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 be dead spiritually, do in their perverseness. Ooh, not good, been there, done that, in the folly, the vanity, and the emptiness of their soul and the futility of their minds or their thinking. 
all right? Their mindsets, okay? Before you're born again, I don't care. I don't care who you are. I don't care what you are. I don't care how rich you are. I don't care how much good you're doing in the world. Um, if you're not born again, your mind is basically thinking wrong thinking. It's got wrong thinking. It's futility, all right? It's futile, all right? Because the Bible talks very clear that we need to have the mind of Christ once we're born again, all right? 18, their moral understanding is darkened, Ugh, not good, and their reasoning is beclouded, not good at all. This is not good, but this is, Paul is describing what it is to be spiritually dead. They are alienated, estranged, and self-banished, self-banished, that's probably in the middle voice, they're self-banished, meaning they banish themselves. That's what I'm saying. Man is the author of his own death and demise. All right, banished, self-banished, self-estranged from the life of God with no share in it because of their ignorance, the ignorance, the lack of knowledge and perception, the willful blindness that is deep-seated in them. That's the sin nature, all right, and the unrenewed mind, all right, due to their hardness of heart, to the insensitiveness of their moral nature, their sin and death nature, all right? This is describing to a T, as we say here in Canada and maybe North America, what it is to be dead spiritually, all right? 19, in their spiritual apathy, they have become callous. You know, callous means hard. You know, I used to get calluses on my, on my hands, from doing drywall. Yeah, I used to have these calluses. I used to cut them off with my knife, my blade. Wow. Calluses and past feeling and reckless and have abandoned themselves a prey to unbridled sensuality, mm, eager and greedy to indulge in every form of impurity. Oh, not purity, but impurity that their depraved, depraved desires, ooh, not good, may suggest and demand. They got no choice. They got the sin nature. All right. They got, I know even Christians that live like that. That's why Paul says, you know, don't live like that. No longer. You must no longer live. There were Christians. There are Christians that live like this. All right. Because of an unrenewed mind, put, not having put off the old man and uh, not having put off, put on the new man by putting off the old man. All right. They're still living out of the old man. All right. All right. Very, 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 very sad indeed. Very sad indeed. Let me just do this here, folks. Okay, that's not really in the way anyhow. All right, so, and in this part three, all right, that was really just a, a bit of a, you know, adding to what I said in part one. And in this part three, we will look at what the word has to say regarding how to walk in this new man. All right, so we have a new man, all right? We have a new man, but now we got to know, we need to know how to walk in this new man, all right? This is what's greatly lacking in the church, all right? It's a big part of discipleship, big part of discipleship. Shalom, pastor, all right. Seraphim, I'm going to get a, an Indonesian flag. I will get one, okay? And uh, I'm going to get more flags in the name of Jesus. All right, so first of all, let me start by saying that the moment we're born of God, the moment you're born of the Spirit, born from above, born again, born of incorruptible seed, um, the moment we are automatically in union with Christ, or the moment we come in union with Christ, we're born again, all right? Making us a new creation or even a new man uh, in our union with him, the second Adam, the last Adam, who happens to be God's firstborn son 
in this new creation. He's part, he's the first to be born of this new creation, which is found in these two references we're going to look at here. Let me flip my page here. Let's look at 2 Corinthians 5.17. All right. Therefore, if any person is engrafted in Christ, the second Adam, the last Adam, he is a new creation, or you can say he's a new man. All right. A new creature altogether. The old, uh, the old has passed away. Behold, the fresh and new has come. That, okay. So I'm going to say that. And then let's go to Ephesians 2.10. Ephesians 2.10. We have amplified for we are God's own handiwork. His workmanship recreated, amplified, created or recreated in Christ. I like recreated for different reasons. In Christ Jesus, born anew, born from above, born of incorruptible seed, that we may do those good works which God predestined, planned beforehand for us, taken paths that he has prepared ahead of time, that we should walk in them, living the life that he has prearranged and made it, made ready for us to live. All right? So you don't try to figure out what to... Uh, don't try to figure out how to do things once you're born again. Just seek God and God will give you direction, all right? Because he's already got something already planned beforehand, all right? So I just want to touch on this here. Um, I want to touch it. This handiwork, this this workmanship, you know, I, I hear this. I still hear this to this day that we are we are a work in progress. And we are. Once we're born again, we're a work in progress. But that has to do with the soul. The soul needs to be transformed. That's process. All right. So what he's talking about here, this handiwork, this workmanship, he's talking about the recreated spirit. That's what he's talking about. Okay. Cause you got to keep it in context. And it says right there that we're created in Christ. All right. That's part of regeneration. All right. So yet, yet at the very same time, the same writer, the same writer, and some say, well, he contradicted himself. No, he didn't contradict himself. You need to have the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, the revelation. All right. The, the same writer gives us these other references that seem to contradict what we just read above. All right, so we're going to look at those verses. And we're going to explain these things, all right? And the Lord really helped me with that quite a few years ago, all right? So let's look at Galatians 4.19. Paul wrote this too, all right? Uh, it says here, My little children, for whom I am again suffering birth pangs. Wow. Until Christ is completely and permanently formed, molded within you, all right? So he's talking to believers. He's talking to people that are born again. All right. Then let's look at Ephesians 4, 22 to 24. Paul, same writer, all right, says, strip yourselves of your former nature, your old man, uh, which characterized your previous manner of life and becomes corrupt through lusts and desires that spring from delusion. Wow. You know, verse 23, be constantly renewed in the spirit of your mind, having a fresh mental and spiritual attitude, 24, and put on this new nature, this new man, all right, so created in God's image, God-like, in true righteousness and holiness, all right? So I wrote here, we have three key words in these verses as informed, Galatians, that we've got the word renewed and put on in Ephesians, all right, which has to do with the soul and not the spirit of man. Uh, one of the one uh, of the one who is now in union with Christ, the new man, which we just read in Second Corinthians five seventeen and Ephesians two ten. So back to First Thessalonians five twenty three, where spirit, soul, and body. All right. So this or the new creation, the new man, the new nature begins or originates in the recreated, regenerated spirit of man. 
Titus 3.5, of course, and then it has to be transferred over into the soul, the sense man, uh, through much mind renewal so that we can actually walk in this new man, walking as Jesus walks, since Jesus is the new man. So, we're a new creation in Christ, in our union with God. We are a new creation in our spirit. All right, we're the righteousness of God. That's what the Lord told me years ago. He says, you're the righteousness of God in your spirit, meaning not in your soul. All right, so we got to transfer that righteousness. We got to transfer that new man. We got to transfer that new creation into the soul, into the soul. All right, so this is very key to understanding why, why we got so many problems in the church today. We got so many backslidden Christians. We got so many powerless Christians, faithless Christians. You know, that's why we got what we got today. You know, we got a church that almost seems to not to exist on this planet. I mean, the real church that we see what Jesus had in mind when he said, I'm going to build my church. And if you want to have a good idea of what he meant by that is look at what he did with his first disciples, even though they weren't born again yet. I'm glad he didn't wait till they got born again. All right. Because he had work to get done. And he had the first 12 and he had the 70, right? And he gave him the power, the authority and all that. I covered all that. So I don't want to get into that too much. But at the same time, this is what true discipleship is all about. All right. Putting on the new man, putting off the old man, all these mind renewal. Oh my, oh my. That is part of discipleship. And if you're part of some church or some part of program or ministry, Bible school that is teaching on discipleship, and they're not, they're not teaching on how to put off the old man and put on the new man. You know what? You're being misled to some degree. Well, you are being misled. That's all there is to it. I'm going to say it loud and clear. You are being misled. All right. It's fruitless. It's leading basically to nothing. You may have some good head knowledge, but you're not going to see that transformed life. You're not going to end up walking as Jesus walked on this planet. And that's what God wants. All right. Because he's the first to be born of this new creation. No, so he gave us an example. He gave us a perfect example, especially in the four gospels, perfect example. And after Jesus, the closest we have is the first 12. They went out, did what they were told to do. They did in God's power, God's authority, the, the authority and um, the power, dunamis power, exusia that Jesus had walked in, was walking in at that time. And then we have uh, some of the disciples Afterwards, after the resurrection, after Jesus went to heaven, we have the Apostle Paul, we have Philip, we have Stephen, we have different things like that. But that's for all of us. To some degree, it's for all of us. All right? So I think I'm done for now. I think I am done. Uh, yeah, I am done. So we're going to wrap it up for now. I want to keep this short because this is part three. So we're winding it down. And uh, we're going we're gonna to have some new stuff coming up soon 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 so anyhow i want to thank you for those who are watching but not just watching you got to learn you have to learn you know you got to learn from these things all right so want to thank you and there's a lot of things i need to touch on and we will we will down the road and i want to thank you and i want to encourage you to learn keep on learning keep on learning you're learning from me um but i want you to keep on learning what it is to walk in the fullness of your sonship which is you need to learn how to walk in the fullness of the faith of God and or the grace of God and the faith of God because it's grace, faith that gives access to the grace of God and it's grace that got, got our sonship back because we had our sonship back in the garden, right? Adam was the first, he was the first, he's one. God, he's the son of God, uh, Luke 3.38 
And he lost his sonship, he lost the image, but Jesus, as the second Adam, got it back for us. And that's called good news and victory in the name of Jesus. So here, here, how you like my pen? Bonobal G. So you know, you know what Bonobal G is? It's a jet. They're jets, all right, because they're going to go places, all right? So anyhow, going to the nations, nation, the nations will open up to missionary prize because of God's healing power, not because of my good looks. <laughs> or or my great preaching or teaching or that. No, because of God's healing power. But with that comes a great message, all right? So, want to thank you. Need to go for now. Shalom and amen.